This is going out to the nurses. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for deciding uh, you wanted to put needles in people and make 60 to 90K a year. We're really thankful. In case you haven't heard the claps from your neighbors. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take a big old fat uh, shit on nurses. So if you're a nurse, just go ahead and skip this episode. It'll be for your best. I don't want you to hate me. I have plenty of friends that are nurses. And y'all aren't going to like this episode. And that's okay. Because you can't like every episode. I don't even like every episode. I went back and listened to some. And uh, some of them I feel like were mean to me. So this, this is what you signed up for. Some of them you're going to have to skip. That's the case. By the way, I already did half this damn episode. And I didn't hit record. So... I think I did hit record, but I maybe fat-fingered it. I now see the time is ticking away. Uh, but I didn't check, so I rambled on for about 20 minutes or so uh, to no avail. So we'll see if this is good. I usually don't do as good when I do it the second run, so hopefully this is an absolute shit. Maybe no one will want to listen to it, and that's okay as well. Uh, today we're going to talk about, obviously, nurses. We're going to take a big old fat dump on them. Actually, we're going to take a little mild... Uh, shart probably on them and I'm not gonna take a big fat shit I think I like nurses and usually cool people and they usually work really hard um, but we're gonna take a nice little shard on them they never get sharded on guys so it's okay that I do that you know cops are sharded on every day they're shit on every day they're shat upon every day and you know firefighters seem to escape it and when I get a chance I'm gonna do one about firefighters cuz fuck y'all somebody needs to dislike y'all hold your boot out there for money and everyone's putting in it if i held my cop boot out there uh somebody would open their door and run me the fuck over um but you know i mean not everyone can be loved that's the world we live in uh so we're gonna talk about covid shit as well a little bit little little bit of covid stuff um of course this episode is gonna be uh sponsored by uh the who uh that could either be uh, the World Health Organization or the band. I'm okay with either one sponsoring this episode, but for sure, if you hear something that doesn't sound like the World Health Organization, I'm still propagating the, the who the band's opinion on everything, uh, which is very important. You have to say trusted sources, and the who is a very trusted source, so uh, we're going to stick to who information. This is all, please do not delete this episode or ban it or shadow ban it. Uh, this is all who. I'm getting everything from the who. Uh, I'm direct. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, we did Corona Light. We did Corona Extra. Um, I haven't done shit. I did some uh, an entire 40-minute uh, bit uh, about glory holes, which did not enrich anyone's life unless you uh, were big in the glory hole game. Uh, that was probably a waste of fucking time for everyone. And I'm probably going to waste your time here. But, you know, the whole point of this is for a drive. You're on a drive. You're with your family. Obviously, you have your kids in the back, and you're cool with them listening to this. This is definitely a kid-friendly podcast. I watch my language, sort of, um, on this. So, definitely six-year-old and up-approved PG uh, podcast here, as you know. Uh, the whole family, right after church service, you pop this in the tape. Um, they're going to get a big blessing from it. Uh, so, anyway, I'm done with all that shit. But let's get into the major uh, talking points. We're going to talk about uh, 
nurses in the regards of what is a hero. In half a mile, turn right onto Hold on, I gotta turn this shit down. I don't want y'all knowing where I'm going. That's none of your damn business. I'm in my car doing this. I don't want you following me and having like, uh, fucking, you know, like, oh, I think that dude's going to whatever the fuck. I don't, that's not cool. It's none of your damn business where I'm going. Fucking, mind your business. <laughs> but I do have to listen to it, so you're subjected to it as well. And since you guys have donated absolutely zero dollars to the podcast, I don't even feel bad about my GPS being on right now because I'm not going to get lost over what is absolutely free, okay? So you just live with it. We appreciate it, but I do love and cherish all of y'all, okay? Um, so I feel like no one listens to it, so I feel like I love myself, so essentially. Uh, so nurses, what makes a nurse a hero? Uh, nurses are all over the news. Nurses are applauded. Um, there's terms that I want to go through, though. Uh, before we get started into the nurses, uh, let's go with non-essential versus essential employee. We have a little Marxism going on. That's where you fuck with language and add new terms that never existed before uh, so that you can get people to think differently. So essential essentially is somebody who is still getting a fucking paycheck and uh, has respect. Non-essential is basically um, you are uh, at the breaking point of how long can I make $1,200 last uh, during this fucking shutdown? Uh, that's a good question. It's very hard to stretch $1,200, although I have hit some stock picks that are extending my $1,200 a little bit further. Uh, but, you know, we're not. this isn't a stock podcast, so we're not going to get into that either. But here, here we go. Uh, if you're non-essential, you may have to suck dick. And I just want to throw that out there. Uh, the, that's probably going to be allowed. Uh, they'll poke a little hole in the mask. And trust me, it'll be very sanitary. The WHO would approve this. Um, coronavirus cannot be transmitted to our knowledge uh, uh, via a pecker head. So since you cannot transmit it via pecker head, it is okay if you have to uh, suck dick. And sucking dick seems very essential. Um, but I'm sure it is considered non-essential. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, now, no, we're not going to get to that first. I'm just divining the terms here for you. So essential versus non-essential, you know what that means now. Let's talk about frontline workers. What is a frontline worker? Well, when you hear the front lines, there's people working on the front lines. Now, in the past, frontline used to mean uh, people uh, storming the beaches of Normandy. That's sort of what I picture. The front line, you know, you're like, you have a gun and you're charging a hill. There's a good like 50-50 chance you're gonna die. It's not good. It's not looking good for you if you're on the front lines. If anyone says I was on the front lines, and it's usually they're probably gonna die. It's not good. So, but when it comes to now, 2020 front lines. 2020 front lines is essentially um, well-paid nurses, right? And some are not. Like, if you're a CNA, you can, you can assume I'm not talking about you. You guys have to change, like, the shit pans for, like, an hourly wage that's really shitty. So, I'm not talking about you. Um, I'll exclude the, what is it, LVN? Or, I'll, I'll exclude y'all, too. We're talking about RNs, um, uh, bachelors in nursing, uh, you know. We're talking about uh, nurse practitioners and up. We're talking about all those people and up. So if you're a nerd RN and up, this is for you. If you're below that, 
um, you're probably you're just getting fucked. You're just getting all the shit tasks that the nurse, do, the main nurse, doesn't want to do, and that sucks ass. So I feel your pain on that shit. You actually deserved an applause in general for putting up with a lot of RN bullshit. How about that? Um, so moving along, front lines are apparently now wearing. Um, uh, N95 mask and face shields and gloves and all the gear appropriate for that, um, you know, and then uh, treating whatever patients come into the hospital, which it appears they're very vacant, because I've seen all the damn dancing videos, and it doesn't seem like you guys are, god damn it, now you guys, you guys know where the fuck I'm at, and I don't really like that, it doesn't matter, this this isn't where I live, okay? So don't try to... Don't try to find us. <laughs> uh, this is not it. Anyway, uh, so... GPS is staying on, by the way. Until I get a donation. This is just a general policy. So is the radio sometimes. Sometimes I want the radio in the background. And that's going to stay on as well. When I get a donation... One, it, if y'all want to stop it, and I'm not, I'm not asking for money, but if I get a fucking dollar, a dollar, I'll stop this shit, right? You feel me on that? Like, but until then, like, no, it's not gonna happen. So I have no, I made zero dollars from this shit. As long as it stays zero or it can round to zero. Yeah, don't give me forty nine cents. I'm rounding this shit down, by the way. So. That's not going to count. You have to at least give me 51. All right, so we're moving past that. But uh, essential uh, versus non-essential, we did frontline. Frontline means uh, you're in, like, absolutely no danger whatsoever. Um, but we're going to treat it like it is. Yeah, well, if, if you're curious, this is uh, where I'm going right now is a brewery. On the way to Fredericksburg, as some of you 4chaners that may listen to me have already determined, you already know the wind speed in the area and shit. Y'all scare the fuck out of me with that shit. Um, you've already determined exactly where I'm at on the fucking map. Um, by the way, this is... By the time you're hearing it, I'm not here anymore. So, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, for sure, uh, it is called the Pecan Street Brewing Company. And it looks really nice, but I see somebody with a mask, and I'm already triggered. I'm already fucking triggered, and I'm at the pause and come back to this. So we're gonna we're gonna pause it here. I'm gonna drink a delicious beer, and hopefully that makes the podcast better, because <laughs> it really can't get worse. <laughs> All right, I am back. I just uh, had a nice little time in uh, Johnson City, great small town, Texas friendliest people ever uh, I'm not going to get off topic here but uh, wonderful place to stop in I think it deserves at least a three day stay which I am definitely going to do next time um, just like Fredericksburg it, it deserves its own little time spent there having a good time with the locals lovely brewery Pecan Street Brewery um, cake was divine food was divine beer was great um this is how people get fat, y'all. Like, totally. I'm not even a dessert person, but that shit. The cake is $5, and I would have fucking given them my kidney to leave with one to go. Like, fucking slutty as shit. So, 
anyway, all right, back on topic. Uh, nurses, uh, what were we talking about? Nurses, nurses. What about nurses? Other than uh, sometimes some of y'all pull off them scrubs really good, but I don't want to get into that. Um, that has nothing to do with the actual content. But sometimes I'm like, damn, you're pulling off those weird pajamas pretty good. You know, like rocking them pajamas. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, so, anyway. Look, man, I mean, you know, nurses are useful, right? They have a good amount of knowledge. Uh, it's it's more of a, a, a hands-on trade. Um, I've been taken care of really well by nurses. I'm going to give them some applause real quick in general, not just because of COVID or whatever. Uh, but, you know, you're paid well for doing a very important job. That's the same thing I'd say for doctors, you know, but they, you know, went to a lot more training. So it's like you're paid really, really well for doing a really, really important job. So, but that doesn't, that doesn't lead into necessarily being courageous. Courage was not the, do you think the motivating factor for entry was courage? Or do you think it was money being honest like I, I i'm leaning towards this money uh does that does that mean that you can't have moments of courage or be a hero no obviously not if i'm bleeding from uh, a car wreck and a nurse is behind me i'd be very happy about that situation and that nurse if they stop and don't like swerve around me and keep going uh, i would argue that nurse is is doing something heroic but it does require a situation uh, you can't just, by default, show up to work and be courageous. I mean, you, well, you can show up to work and be courageous if it's like there's an actual uh, possibility of death. And what I mean by that is, like, if there were nurses, uh, t let's take The Walking Dead. If, if there were nurses showing up to work when people are literally turning into zombies and biting uh, medical professionals, and, like, the death rate is fucking ridiculous, like, one in four nurses that go in turn into zombies, that's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous, right, you, you definitely be courageous, and then if you, uh, the, the, the level of changing from courageous to heroic requires a very specific situation, it requires, like, uh, you know, the cop turns while you're in the room and uh, he turns into a zombie and you wrestle with him, you get his gun and you shoot his zombie head off and it's like, whoa, that definitely was not in your scope of duty whatsoever. Now you are a hero. Uh, that is sort of how, you know, heroic requires something. Like, I can't just be a cop showing up for normal day work. You could say that's courageous, you have a chance of dying. I, I'm not going to get into the the, the, you know, in, in the damn weeds with you on that, but when you say heroic or hero, it does require a specific situation. Um, you notice, by the way, all the people on uh, The Walking Dead, uh, no, none of them are working. Right? There's no one working a fucking job anymore. At all. No one's showing up. And... It seems obvious because if you really are in fear of death and 
in fear for your family, you are not going to work, no matter how duty-bound you are. You know, that's just... You know, Rick Grimes wakes up, and yeah, he puts on the his uh, sheriff uniform, and then guess what he does? Goes and looks for his family. He does not clock in and uh, start taking calls. You know what I mean? That's, that's just... It seems... It seems very, like, it's not even up for debate, really, on what people do when shit hits the fan. They definitely don't go to work. They, they just don't. Like, if, if, there's re, if you believe there's real danger, people don't. And, very, and there's some that would till the last few days. And that's just a matter of breaking point at that point. But people don't really believe... COVID is doing this at a level that is beyond any other thing we've been through. And and the ones that do, those nurses aren't coming in, right? So that's, that's what I'm trying to say is like, you, you can't just say going to work and getting paid good money. Most people want to work. If I said right now, give you an example. If I said right now, uh, we're lowering the barrier for entry for nurses. We're short on nurses. And uh, all you got to do is take this two-week uh, quick rapid course. The government will pay for it. Right? How many people do you think? And the pay is going to be the same. It's going to be you will get super pay. Like, like the pay that you're expecting to get as a RN. You'll get it. Do you think that these unemployed people wouldn't get in line to do that shit, I promise you they would. I promise they would. People would line up to take that training. I would. Hell yeah, I'd be like, oh shit, I'll be an RN. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Like, I'm just saying, like, that's... But when you say, oh, do people want to go through uh, three years of training... When you say anyone can do it, well, people can't. Like, it's like saying anyone can be a doctor. You know, well, people have different life situations. If you had your kid at fucking 18, it's going to be really hard for you to basically leave it and go to medical school. It's doable, sure. But it's not like anyone can or anyone knows how to. But I guarantee you if I lowered the barrier for entry and said, well, just hell anything... Uh, let's say I, I created a job listing and it was 80K and I said, uh, you might come into contact with uh, COVID-19 directly. Well, you'll have all the medical stuff, you'll have gloves, you'll have face mask and all that, uh, but 80K with OT, uh, no training required. Uh, you know, do, do you think that there would be a lot of people looking for that job? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, there would be. And, and, and to give you an example, people are still working at Walmart and Kroger. Like, if, if, if nurses are, are, are heroes, right, or courageous for going to work during COVID-19, just going to work and still collecting a paycheck, then what the hell do you call Kroger and HEB and Walmart employees? What is the word for that? It's beyond heroic because they're paid a lot less, right? Wouldn't it be more heroic to do something like, and then you would just say, well, what about people who volunteer? Well, that's beyond even 
uh, it's next level heroic. So if anything, if you guys want to keep using the word heroic, let's create a tier system for hero. Let's create a tier system for the word hero. You know, like you have hero one, you have hero two, you have bronze heroes, you have gold, uh, silver heroes, gold heroes, platinum heroes, you know, whatever. Sapphire, you want to go above that? I don't know. Emerald. <laughs> Platinum. Uh, titanium. You know, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're going to have to set, create t tiers, right? And so then you'd be like, oh, well, when you stormed the beaches of Normandy, you were a uh, uh, platinum hero. But if you just showed up for work as a nurse in 2020, you were a bronze level hero. You're going to have to do that because you can't use the same fucking word, man. You can't use the same word. Do you get what I mean? Like, how the hell do I differentiate between what level of hero it is? If, if a nurse in 2020 is showing up to a vacant hospital making TikTok videos, right? Because that's included in nurses, by the way. You can't exclude them. You're saying all nurses, uh, so they have to be included, uh, is that nurse equal to, let's say, a crowded hospital in Italy nurse? See, now you're thinking. You're like, well, no, 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 that's not the same. If I go to a vacant fucking hospital and make TikTok videos all day as a nurse, that's not the same as being a nurse in a crowded hospital in Italy, let's say, with improper equipment, right? So now you're like, oh, now I do like your tier system. Thank you, Fox. That's a good tier system. That's, it's making sense because I don't want to label them the same. Even the nurses, if you're still listening, are like, oh, yeah, I don't want to put them in the same category. Well, neither do I on anything. You know, if Batman's a fucking hero, then I'm not going to compare Batman to, uh, let's just say, uh, a, a local cop that's never faced any danger. Just by luck. He could. But he hasn't. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's not... One is, like, not getting paid at all. Volunteering. Uh, I know it's fictional, but just follow me on this. Batman doesn't get paid. That's the reason it's hero tier. He doesn't get paid. He can die every time he puts on the damn costume. Even the police don't want him doing it. Right? He's a vigilante. So, like, that kind of... That kind of hero is a different tier than a hero that just shows up to work, right? And again, that doesn't mean you can't be a hero. It just means you're not by default of just doing that. So let's move past that. But there's odd things about all this, right? So now you have uh, frontline workers. Frontline, like frontline is in the beaches of Normandy. Frontline in 2020 is... Uh, making a TikTok video, like, I, I'm just saying, like, weird words, like, front line, like, and now, uh, on Airbnb, I saw, do you want to host a frontline worker for free, so, essentially, now, just follow me on this, and I know this is not everyone's case, but I have to give certain cases, so we, you understand the absurdity of it, so, say I'm a, uh, a nurse practitioner, uh, let, no, let's, let's do, like, I'm an anesthesiologist, and I'm making, like, 130K a year, right? And 
I can get a free Airbnb, and let's say I've just been fucking around in the office and taking, making TikTok videos, I'm that anesthesiologist, uh, still making a shit ton of money, I can get a free room for being a frontline worker, for being a, uh, a hero, in essence, do you see how that's, that's fucked up, in a way, like, I don't, I don't know, how am I the only one that sees that, that's crazy to me, man, like, who wouldn't want to make 130k a year, and, and just chill in a hospital and make fucking TikTok videos, who wouldn't, your position is enviable, but that doesn't mean it's, like, no one envies typically a hero in regards to they would have swapped places with them. That's a good sign you're probably not a hero, is would people swap places with you, uh, particularly in that moment of heroicism, right? Uh, would you swap places so that you could be labeled a hero and be buried at the, uh, you know, museum of... Uh, the Veterans Museum, so would you storm the beaches of Normandy so you could get the accolade? Ab- absolutely not. You wouldn't. You'd be like, hell no, I wouldn't. Only a few crazy people on earth would say, yeah, dude, that'd be a cool experience, and I would, it, it'd be great to be a part of that. Right? Not That's not, the average person would be like, hell no, I wouldn't want to get off that boat. There's like a fucking coin flip. I'm going to get blasted the second I step into the fucking water, like, no, I don't want to do that, so, that's a good criteria right there, is, is would somebody, would somebody want to swap positions with you, you know what I mean, would you want to be, uh, it be you versus an active shooter, and you have a, uh, handgun with limited ammunition, and the person has an assault rifle, uh, with, like, 20 magazines, because they're prepared for it, you know what I mean, like, who wants to go one-on-one, 1v1 versus that person, only a few crazy fucks, I would, but I'm crazy, there's something wrong with me, you know what I mean, like, to want to, I would want to be in the position, because I feel like I'd have a chance to stop it, and I'd want to save people, so if that means me being in that shitty situation, and people being able to live, I would want to, I would want to be in that situation, but not many people would, that's not normal, that's some sort of, you have some sort of, (laughs) there's probably a line somewhere with hero classes, and, uh, having some sort of, uh, psychopathy, like, you have some sort of, (laughs) you have some issues, uh, some apoptosis, perhaps, uh, tendencies, but, I mean, let's, uh, that, that's a good criteria. Would you swap places with the person in order to gain the accolade? Uh, if the answer is yes, it's probably not a heroic act. Um, so, a, as we go through, it has to be more than duty. Um, but, I mean, you, you have to admit that there's some absurdity. Now, look, now not all nurses, and nurses listening probably think of this too, and, and I'm going to mention it for them if they are listening. Uh, not all nurses are... Uh, one obviously created equal, but uh, there's a tier system in the in the nurse system, and I know this from working in uh, uh, in the correctional system uh, when I did. Uh, you know, you have your uh, uh, C CNAs, right? Uh, 
and then you have your L, is it LVN or LBN, uh, whatever. You have that one, and then you have RNs, and then you have RNs that have like their bachelor's in nursing, and then you have your nurse practitioners, and then you have like anesthesiologists and stuff like that. So um, you have tier systems of of nurses. Um, so one, I guess, one should get more applause than the other for sure. And I would argue the lowest paid one, right? I think that's logical. If if we're both showing up to a uh, dangerous, hostile situation, right? Uh, there's gunfire. It's crazy. It's a it's a war zone, right? And I'm showing up still, uh, getting paid ten bucks an hour as a CNA, and you're showing up and you get paid forty an hour as the RN. Um, and it's a, the question is, which one of us is more courageous? Well, the person doing it for the least amount of compensation, logically, right? They're less motivated by, uh, you know, greed or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, they're less motivated. They have less motivation to show up. You could argue you could make that amount of money somewhere else that's safer, right? But the RN, could they make $40 an hour somewhere else? Probably not, right? Like, at a certain pay grade, you could go somewhere else. And I usually say, like, 15 and under. If you're making 15 and under, you could usually uh, find somewhere else. So if you're making 15 and under and you're still showing up to do your nursing task, uh, it seems like you probably have a passion for it. And, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's harder to do than if you said, show up for 50 an hour. I'd, I'd show up right now and shovel shit for 50 an hour. You know what I mean? Like, 50 an hour is, that's good fucking money. So, 50 an hour, like, you know, and I, that's the same thing probably for officer enlisted uh, when you talk about stuff. Officers being paid way more to be in the war zone than the the enlisted guy. So you could always, compensation could be a factor as well. Uh, volunteerism is... Like, that would be the highest level. I remember working these storms and stuff, and we had people who, uh, you know, volunteered to bring their boat and show up and help people, you know, get out of flooded areas. Like, that, that take, that's way better than me when I was a cop, and I'm making overtime. You know what I mean? Like, I even have to tip my hat and say, you showed up on your own accord, no one forced you, and no one's paying you. That's very Batman-ish, you know what I mean, like, to show up and risk your property. You know, like, you have to weigh those things out. I'm not going to say that I'm on, the, uh, I'm on a tier with a volunteer when I'm getting paid overtime. It, it just can't be possible. Uh, so anyway, I don't want to make this too long. Uh, let's, let's just go over some terms, man. Uh, so we're done with nurses. Uh, that's, that's sort of my summary thoughts on all that, and on hero versus versus not, um, uh, and so there we are, uh, so other terms, essential versus non-essential, uh, let's, let's update these Marxist terms that are being thrown out, uh, essential means you're allowed the privilege to stay open, right, and then non-essential means you're fucked, I, I use the reference of sucking dick, uh, but who, who determines this, and on what grounds, right, so, uh, barbers, have always ran sanitary shops. They're they're very clean. They sanitize stuff after every single person leaves. They're shut down 
but I can go to Specs, the liquor store, this entire time. Specs was untouched. Now, I don't know if this is like a political pull thing. Uh, maybe there's not a barber's union and they're like, maybe y'all need to form one so y'all can lobby and stuff like that. I don't fucking know uh, the answer to that. Uh, why that's open, but liquor stores for sure are, you know what I mean? Like why that's closed and liquor stores for sure are open. Um, I don't, how do you deem specs essential, right? Cause you're still in Walmart. You could go get your fucking liquor from there. Um, I mean, you could get some beer or something like that. Obviously not hard liquor, but hard liquor basically was deemed essential, you know, and, and there's lots of people in there, um, no one was wearing masks, no one had any, they didn't even have the little things up till the very end where it said where to stand. So I just, little observations like that. Um, and here in Texas, I'll give you some other observations I've noticed. Uh, since Governor uh, Abbott said he's going to reopen the economy, uh, there are more stringent uh, things in place. Like I've seen people go next level now, like where they're like, oh, you have to have a mask to come in. But they were open three weeks ago, before the May 1st thing, and shit was running like normal. So I don't know what uh, changed there, but I don't know if y'all are seeing that as well, where it seems like all of a sudden things got more serious after we're trying to open up the economy. It's very odd, and I don't know if that's businesses doing it on their own, worried about liability. I, I can't say, but uh, it is odd that like, now Costco has required me to wear a mask after the May 1st Greg Abbott announcement. Uh, but prior to then, I could go in without a mask. Now, at least they're providing it, I would argue, because you should at least provide it if you're going to require it. Um, so, we have essential, non-essential. We did frontline uh, workers. Uh, man, what was the other one? Uh... There were some other terms I, uh, oh, there's some, there's phrases I don't like that you see a lot and, and people, let's, uh, stand apart so we can stand together. Um, you know, these weird solidarity statements about you staying away from people, you know, it seems to be a lot of play on let's stand together while standing apart. Let's, uh, we're in this together while we're apart, you know? see that on a lot of a lot of pop-ups on the internet a lot of um i don't know man it's very uh very peculiar to me like this it seems like a a conditioning thing you're being conditioned quite a bit uh and i'll we'll talk some conspiracy stuff here at the end i don't want to drag this on too much uh but you know by the way there's people though that are acting dumb as shit about all this, um, I went to, I tried to go to a, a park, you know, a national park or whatever, and there's, it's like a bat tunnel cave uh, here near Fredericksburg, and I get there, and they're like, oh, we're, we're booked, and I'm like, I don't, well, I don't see anyone, because there's a top tier deck, and then there's a lower one, and so they're like, yeah, well, there's 10 people down there, that's the maximum, and they had to buy their little passes online uh, through a government website, mind you. So you know it's going to suck. And then uh, you have to pre, pre-buy pre it. Uh, but you don't find this out till you get to the park. And I wasn't the only one. There was 
like four or five people turned away uh, that were there, and there was plenty of space. In fact, they said the upper deck there was booked for 20 people, and it wasn't. It really wasn't. You know how I know? Because I, I, there was no one up there. What happened is there's a cutoff time on the government website to where you can buy, there's no signal out there anyway, to where you can buy it for the day. So it's probably like the previous day you have to buy it, and then it, it just marks it as sold out. It wasn't sold out. No one went up there the entire time. I checked uh, again. Uh, so I, I drove along uh, the side of the, the county road over there and parked. And I was like, I'm going to see if I can see the bats come up. Uh, based on the map, they should come up this way. And I was correct. Uh, but the the little uh, park ranger guy or whatever comes up, and he, I think he's more of a tour guide person, after they've and uh, walks over to the car, and he's like, oh, that's you're not allowed to park there. It's restricted. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm, I'm about to leave, right? It's done. Yeah, it's done. And he's uh, like, Man, the, the sheriff comes through here quite a bit, and, you know... And he's just, I'm like, well, look, man, I was like, I tried to buy a ticket. I was, I was wanting to pay the $5 to go and check out uh, the bats uh, on, the, on the top deck here, which is actually vacant. So I'd like to do that, but you guys sent me away. So here I am like a, a damn vagrant on the side of the road. I'd move that car. Yeah, I'm going to move the car because it's done, right? Like, and meanwhile, he's like, these are different. And then he looks at me, and I was like, I was like, this is ridiculous, man. And he's like, well, these are different times. And he's talking through a cloth mask, like a bandana. Like, the cloth mask doesn't even work, dude. Like, that's the most useless fucking thing on earth. It's not doing shit. Like, at least go get you a fucking N95 so you can have a stroke while you're walking up them stairs next time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not even... The cloth mask and these, these decorative masks, everyone looking like fucking, uh, women looking like Katana and men looking like fucking Bane walking around or like some damn, uh, banditos you're about to rob the place up. It's fucking, it doesn't make any sense, man. But you're, you're just going to do it. You're going to do what you're told. You're going to comply. You're a complying type of individual. You know what I mean? It's not actually keeping you or me safe. It's different times. The new normal, these phrases, you know, the new normal doesn't justify, you know, all he should have said is, hey, the show's over, man, I'm sorry you couldn't come in, and shit's all fucking janky right now, uh, we hope it gets back to normal, I'm sorry you missed it in the better viewing area, like, clearly, no one wants to park outside of it, what, you know, it's fucking insane, like, handle people... By the way, here's some advice. Um, I know I talk a lot of shit and I'm an asshole. Handle people with some goddamn decency. Seriously. like I, I'll, The time to be rude is when you're joking and all that kind of stuff. Or somebody's coming at you wrong, right? If they don't come at you correct, you act an ass and stuff. But handle people with decency, especially if you're in a role like that. You're in a government role, man. Treat people with fucking decency. Uh, there, there's a way to talk to people. And so anyway, I just thought that was odd, this new normal thing. Like, to go to a state park, you got to book shit like 24 hours in advance. Like, it, I don't know. Don't, don't accept this new normal standing in the circle, uh, talking behind the glass like we're all from the fucking hood. And they're, they're, you know, like that's how criminals buy candy bars in the damn hood. 
through glass like that. Talk to their banker through glass. Because it's a shitty-ass area, and the bank's like, yeah, we're putting bulletproof glass through the bank all the way through. You know, that's... But that's now not... That's not how we're treated. Like, I moved away from that shit for a reason. I don't want to live in areas where I talk to people through glass. I, I reject your new normal. And, man, I'm telling you what's going to happen here, and this is just my... This is at the end. You can cut it off. If, if you're... This is non-who approved right here. Uh, <laughs> this part. <laughs> um, so... The only thing I'll say is I, the airlines have always been the key to me uh, for pushing stuff on people. Uh, when uh, 9-11 happened, uh, the, the Patriot Act stuff and the secure, TSA research, security restrictions and stuff came through the airlines, right? And people were like, fuck, you know, I used to just walk on, but I guess for my safety... And it seemed like it was going to be temporary, and now it's a permanent institution of being insanely checked, uh, body scanned, before you get on a plane. Well, what's coming next, I'm telling you, and they're going to do it with the airlines because people have to travel and, and want to travel, and that's the easiest way to get you to comply, is they're going to start with like probably temperature checks and then those rapid tests. But at some point, they're going to have it like Bill Gates was saying, uh, where he wants people to have an app or something that lets them know, uh, or a piece of paper that says you've been vaccinated or uh, you've recovered from it. Now, in, and that's in light of the fact that they say that you can still get it again. So I could go get a vaccine and still get COVID-19, just like people who get the vaccine still get the flu. Uh, so you're not safe from a virus just because you've had it or, uh, you know, you've had a vaccine for it. I think that's, that's pretty much scientific. That's a hundred percent scientific based on that as far as I'm concerned, right? Like you can still get a strain of a virus, even though you took a, cause viruses are constantly mutating. You could get, uh, I could get the flu and then get a different strain of the flu two weeks later, you know, that someone else that mutated in their system and now I'm getting it. So, if that's the case, why would it matter that you have it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be irrelevant if I said, yeah, I've had a vaccine. Well, I could still have it and or got it. So, what good does that do? You know what I mean? Like, it's all placebo shit. This whole thing is a big placebo thing, it seems like, and a way of seeing who will comply and a system of control and economic systems uh, being restructured. You know, Amazon being put over small businesses, uh, you know, <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's really what you have to look at. What and who is gaining? But anyway, I'm not going to ramble up much more. This is really long. I hope you all enjoyed it. The funny parts in the beginning, middle part is the nurses. And then at the end, we have uh, just random musings. <laughs> all right, y'all. Zero Fox left. Thank you for tuning in.